0: Welcome to the Dylan Kelly Sports and Gambling Podcast. I am your host, obviously, Dylan Kelly. I'm previewing the week six slate here. I'm going to just give you a live look into how my mind works. I'm going to take a look at every game, let you know, you know, maybe my early leans, what I want to do here, and I'll have a full recap video of my actual picks on Friday. or at release another pod then, and let's get into it first i do want to talk quickly about the john gruden situation um he got if you haven't seen it there was seven years worth of emails that came out where he was just saying some bad things with a bunch of other people that are inside the nfl as well but saying a bunch of just horrible things and he he ended up resigning i'm pretty sure he was told either you resign or you're fired so he was fired but i don't know i think it's crazy it sounds i think Stephen a smith said it best where if you can if if a, if a guy says one thing one time, you can maybe look past it and get over it and say he made a mistake. But when it's over seven years, it's just – it's unexcusable. There's no you, – you just can't have that. Maybe the guy can go coach in Alabama after him and Nick Saban or in Texas where they, where they actually like that kind of stuff. But in the NFL, I don't think he should have a job again. And I, I kind of ripped into him last week. I think he looks stupid. I think he always looks like a dumb guy. He looks like he's arrogant. I've never really liked Gruden. I know people say he's a legend of the game, but I've never been a big fan. Moving on. Like I said, happy to see he's gone. Moving on. And I know what I just said. I'm going to recap every game, but I am going to skip the Dolphins and Jags game that kicks off at 9.30 in the morning in London because, like, who, who the hell cares? Who wants to listen to me break down a game of the Dolphins and the Jaguars in London at 9.30 in the morning? I just, I don't know. Nobody cares. There's a reason why it's in London. So here we go. I'll start with the Thursday nighter. It is the Bucks at the Eagles. The minus 300 on the money line for Tampa, it really doesn't do it for me here. You'd have to take them and parlay them up with two or three other teams to get any value at all. And I really start to think after like a three-leg parlay, it just starts to get like a crapshoot. There's just nothing that you can really do. There's a lot that goes on. So I like to stick to the two-leg parlays. That's what I always do for the money line parlay. Because like I said, after you get to three It's just kind of a crapshoot. And when you got a team that's minus 300 on the money line, uh, you're going to have to pair them up with two or three other teams, and that's not what I'm about. I also don't like the Eagles' money line at plus 235. Tampa at minus 7.5 and at Betway, the minus 7.5 is actually at plus 115. That does do it for me a bit. Brady had five touchdowns last week. He's coming off a really good week. That offense always looks good. Um, and you may look at the Eagles and say that they score enough to keep it close, but I really don't think so. Both times they played a good offense. They've gotten beat by double digits. They lost by 20s, 20, 20 points to the Cowboys, which is a great offense, just like the Bucs, but they lost by 20 points to the Cowboys and 12 points to the Chiefs. And this is a, a seven and a half point spread. So you're getting eight points. I like the Bucs. The Bucs have a great offense. Like I said, Brady had five touchdowns last week. He could go off for five touchdowns absolutely every week with that offense and, I think that, you know, with the ability of them scoring 40 or 50 points, that they're going to, it's this game's not going to be close. It's going to be maybe a double-digit game. And so, you know, I'm going to lean Tampa Bay minus 7.5 here. I'm not saying I'm taking it, but my lean would be Tampa Bay minus 7.5 here. Chargers versus the Ravens. As always, like, I love the Chargers, um, both on the money line at plus 135 and on the spread at plus 3. Baltimore's coming off a short week, especially with their game going into OT on Monday night. Um, and the Chargers, like the offense anyways, looked unbelievable last week, putting up 47 points against a great uh, Cleveland Browns defense. The Ravens have shown they can score going over 31 points three times already this season. But I just think the Chargers have more. They have more weapons on offense. They're more just fluid with their offense. Like they just can get first down, first down, first down, first down, first down. And you've seen it with Baltimore where they kind of struggle. Um, I, 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 like I said, I'm just reading my note here on, on this game like the chargers just have more, um, this game, this game actually is going to be, I think is going to be similar to last week, possibly where it comes down to a, who has the ball last. And if, if the chargers have the ball with two minutes ago, and it's in Justin Herbert's hand with Brandon Staley making the play calls, I'm going to be damn happy. I am on the chargers because I think they're just going to win that game. So by early lean. And like I said, I really love this is the chargers plus 135 on the money line or plus three on the spread. If you don't want to go outright. So now next one is Minnesota and Carolina. Um, Cook might not play. McCaffrey might not play. And that takes a lot of lure away from the game. Kind of, you know, it takes a lot of shine off it. Uh, more or less, it's a pick right now. The Panthers are minus 20, minus 120 on the money line. Vikings are plus 100. The Panthers are favored by 1.5. But this is a stay away game for me. It's a pick them against two, you know, mediocre to bad teams. I just don't want to pick it. I don't want to watch it. So <laughs> I really don't want to pick it. Packers and Bears. Um, the Raiders absolutely stink, so I don't really take the Bears' win last week. They won 20-9 to against the Raiders very seriously. Um, the Bears really didn't look that good. It was more the Raiders just sucked. Um, if Mason Crosby hits a, a PAT or a field goal or two during the game, the, the Packers don't have to go into overtime. They win by four or five, and I believe they cover the spread that they had last week because it was only three. Um, this is a rivalry game between Green Bay and, and Chicago, and give me Aaron Rodgers in a rivalry game. Ah, uh, this guy just loves beating up on the Bears. Uh, I I like the Packers here, probably more on the money line, which is minus two fifteen. I'll probably they'll probably be part of my money line parlay again. But also, if you like them on the spread, like if they, most teams, if they win the game, they cover the spread. So like minus four point five, I can see it. I can see them winning by a touchdown. So I can see if you want to take the spread, you take the spread. Um, Rodgers, like Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones, they're all healthy and rolling right now, and that's all the Packers need to win this game. So heavy, heavy, heavy lean on the Packers' money line right now. Bengals and Lions, I'm not going in on this game, um, so you don't have to worry about that. But if Burrow's out, I could look at the Lions. But if he's in, then just whatever, stay away game. Texans and Colts, Colts minus 9.5 and minus 4.60 on the money line. No thank you. Next, Rams and Giants. Um, The Lions aren't out yet on Betway. I'm assuming that's because the Giants just have so many injuries with the. Sterling Shepard and Darius Slayton and Saquon going out. They just have so many injuries. They probably don't know where to put that game. If the money line for the Rams is under three hundred 300, which I don't know why it would be. But if it is, then man, I'd be looking all over the Rams because they might run away with the game there, but lines aren't out. So I can't really talk about it too much, too much. The chiefs versus the Washington football team. This one's kind of interesting. The chiefs are minus 6.5 and minus 310 on the money line. Um, they could interest some people here because it's the Chiefs. Everyone loves the Chiefs. Everyone loves the Chiefs' offense. But the Chiefs are 1-4 and against the spread this season, and they were 8-11 and last season against the spread, including the playoffs. So the last 24 games, the Chiefs are 9-15 and against the spread. And that might be enough right there to make me take... Um, to make me like not touch this game. Sorry. As a whole, I'm off the chiefs until that D can play at some type of NFL level. And the Washington football team just doesn't entice me enough as a team that like, even though the chiefs are that bad against the spread, I don't really want to touch the football team and really cheer for them and hope that they have a really good offensive day. So I'm kind of off that game. I got no leans in that game. Cardinals and Browns. This has a chance to be the game of the week game of the year candidate. It could be great. Um, I really, it was funny. I'm, I'm writing out my notes for this. I'm looking at it and I'm like, Oh, I I love the Cardinals. Love the Cardinals. I start really digging into it. And for different reasons, I absolutely love the Browns here. Um, the Browns put up 42 last week against the chargers. Baker actually played okay threw for 305 yards and two touchdowns. It came down to the end of the game. He couldn't make the plays to win them the game. So maybe like he, those, those stats are just kind of stats. They're not actually, if you watch the game, they don't actually translate over, um, but the RBs, the running backs went off for 259 combined yards with, with uh, Chubb and Hunt. So something like that, it's just, it's all so impressive. And it was against the Chargers. The Chargers are really good. The Cardinals D, when you look at it at face value, their defense won them that game last week. They won 16 to 7. They they held the uh, 49ers, or sorry, 17 to 10. And they held the uh, 49ers just at 10 points but they allowed 5.7 yards per play against a team that loves to run the ball. What do the Browns love to do? They love to run the ball and they do it more effectively than the 49ers. So if the 49ers could average 5.7 yards a play versus this Cardinals defense that actually played good last week, I don't know. The Browns might average eight like that. Those running backs are absolutely insane in the last three weeks. The Chubb-Hunt duo has a combined 690 yards, five touchdowns, and a two-point conversion over the last three weeks. Like I said, if the 49ers, who love to run the ball, just like the Browns do, they don't run it as efficiently as the Browns, if they can get 5.7 yards a game, then the Browns might get eight. I think the Browns win this game. I would lean Browns minus 2.5. Browns money line is the second leg in my money line parlay. I'm heavy, heavy lean on the Browns here, which I know is kind of crazy because the Cardinals are undefeated. Next game, Las Vegas Raiders versus the Denver Broncos. I think if Drew Locke starts, you look Vegas. If not, you just stay away because this will be a brutal game. Who wants to watch that? Um, Dallas versus New England. They should flex this game into the Sunday night primetime because, the way big ben looks and russell wilson's out like nobody wants to watch geno smith versus big ben duel it out on sunday night like it's just kind of so they should flex this game down there but i do love the cowboys here minus 200 on the money line makes it a good parlay pick minus four on the spread seems very doable for the cowboys the pats struggled against the texans last week they barely won they won 25 to 22 and they lost damian harris in the process the pats d is okay but the offense for the Pats have scored 25 points twice this season, and that's the season high for them, 25. Meanwhile, the Cowboys are 4-1 and with one of the most potent offenses in the league, and there's no disputing that. They got Dak, they got CeeDee Lamb, they got Amari Cooper, even the Cedric Wilson, they got Zeke, they got Tony Pollard. They have so many weapons on offense it's most it's one of if not the most potent offenses in the league and like i said there is no debating that they put up 29 against the bucks they put up 41 against philly 36 against the panthers and 44 last week against the giants they put up more points in game like they've doubled up on the Pats in a couple it, it is absolutely wild to me how much the Cowboys are scoring, although it was pretty predictable when you're going into the season, you look at that roster. So with all that being said, the Cowboys D has also looked decent on top of that great offense. That being said, I like the Cowboys either way here. Minus 200 on the money line, good lean, minus four on the spread, good lean, and we're on to the next one. Pittsburgh versus Seattle. It's the Sunday night thriller, like I said. There's no intrigue without Russell Wilson. There's no intrigue with Big Ben. I love the pictures that I'm seeing on Twitter lately, and it's like Big Ben standing on the field. He's got ice packs on both of his knees, both of his elbows, his shoulder. Like, dude, why, why did you come back, man? Like, Jesus. Unless he's back on the sauce. That's the, only, that's the only thing. Big Ben must be back on the sauce, full bottles of lotion just everywhere in his apartment. He must just have been wasted when he decided to come back in. Anyways, um, Juju's out for the season, which also takes more allure, from the, allure away. The Steelers are favored by 4.5 and minus 225 on the money line. And I just don't like the pick either way. I got no faith in Big Ben. I got no faith in Geno Smith. So check, please, on the Sunday nighter. Buffalo, Tennessee, Monday night, Monday night game. The Bills are minus 5.5 on the spread and minus 245 on the money line. The Bills have looked amazing the last four weeks. Buffalo's four four and one against the spread so far this year, so that's always good. The Titans are three and two, so maybe from the stats you lean Buffalo, but when you dig into it a little bit, Titans have played Arizona, Seattle, Indy, the Jets, and the and the Jags. So Arizona, Seattle, Indy, Jets, and the Jags is who the Titans have played, and they're three and two against the spread. You think they'd probably be a little bit better than that because Indy, Jets, Jags, Seattle, even they're not that great of teams. Um, they haven't had the toughest schedules. Like like I said, the Titans haven't. So the Bills will be their toughest test to date unless you take that Cardinals game in, in week one. But I think the Bills roll right through them here. And I like the Bills minus 5.5. I don't like them on the money line, but I like the minus 5.5. And that wraps up every single game on the slate. But if you've stuck around this far, there is a new segment that I am going to introduce to everybody here. It is Tuesday. And guess what? I'm introducing Hot Take... Tuesday. This is my top three hot takes of the week, and I would love for people to come at me and debate them. Come at me on my Twitter, at kelly 9797 DM me. Message me. Do whatever you want. Come at me for these hot takes, but my hot take number one of this week is the Chargers beat the Ravens by double digits. Yep, I'll let that sink in. Chargers win by 10 or more points versus the Ravens. I know it's crazy, but man... If that Chargers team shows up like they did last week against the Browns, they are going to smoke the Ravens. I don't care about Lamar. I don't care about his MVP a couple years ago. I really don't. They are going to run through that Ravens team if they even play three quarters of good as they did last week against the Browns. So, hot take number two. Aaron Rodgers has five total touchdowns this week. This one's real hot. He's only had more than two touchdowns twice this season, but I think he does what Brady did last week. He throws for 5 or he throws for 4 and runs one in, does a little dance in the end zone because he's playing his rival Bears. He loves to beat the Bears and everybody's talking that this may be Aaron Rodgers' last season in Green Bay. This could be the last time he gets to go down to Chicago as a Green Bay Packer and really shove it down their throat. I would love to see it and my hot take number 2 is that Aaron Rodgers has 5 total touchdowns this week versus the Bears. My hot take number 3, it's fresh off the press. It's probably the hottest one that I could possibly say. And I know I'm going to have a certain person coming at me for this one, but it is that Bill Belichick of the New England Patriots gets fired at the end of this season. I'm letting it sink in. Billy Belichick out for the New England Patriots end of the season. They've lost to the Dolphins and the Saints and the Bucks. They barely beat the Texans. The two wins they have are against the Jets and the Texans. Looking at the schedule, they're not going to have a good record this year. They still have to play the Cowboys. They're going to lose. The Chargers, they're going to lose. The Browns, they're going to lose. The Bills, twice. And even the Dolphins, who play them tough. In my mind, that's six more losses, and they don't even have many easy games in between that. Yeah, they play the Jets a couple times, but guess what? They may have... 10 to 12 losses this season and if that happens twice in a row either Billy says all right I'm out of here I don't want to coach here I don't want to coach anymore I'm freaking 80 years old I want to go home and I'll let Steve and his weird mouth take over but my hot take number three and come at me for it Bill Belichick fired from the New England Patriots at the end of the season so to recap quickly hot take number one Chargers beat the Ravens by 10 or more. Aaron Rodgers has five total touchdowns versus the Bears this week. And hot take number three for the future, Billy Belichick gets fired as a New England Patriots head coach at the end of the season. Thank you very much for listening. We'll be back on Friday. This was the Dylan Kelly Sports and Gambling Podcast.